You can do it, computer. Oh, all right. I got a message that we are live. Excellent. Okay, so I'm going to give everyone a heads up right now that um, my <laughs> my computer is terrible. I am so sorry. My cat chewed through a wire on coming out of my laptop. It caused a power surge that damaged the RAM, and my cat is the worst. <sighs> so we're trying to figure that out. Um, so I grabbed an old desktop to work from, and it's been a nightmare. So here we are. <laughs> oh, I need some some good mindset mojo here for my for my crazy Monday. So please, Irina, help me to feel better about this situation. Anything can be figured out, and this is not the end of the world. <laughs> Hopefully I'll have a new top before next week's show, but for now, we are here with Irina to tell us about reclaiming our lives, especially after a big change, like a breakup or any other like big life moment, how we can really be true to ourselves and love ourselves as we recreate who we want to be in our future. So I will let you take it away. All right. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And uh, excited to be here. So how do you reclaim your life? I have reclaimed my life after my breakup and separation and divorce. I'm a single parent of two kids, a seven-year-old and a 13-year-old. And everything happened when my son was born and my daughter was five. And I was living in the depressive state of mind because I thought this relationship is forever and I'm part of this family. And uh, But my partner had a change of plans. And I meanwhile lost my identity as a result of the relationship. Uh, I've, we've been together for nine years and we knew each other for 15 years. And so I associated myself, I was someone else's mom, I was someone else's wife, but who, who am I? I was lost, I had that loss of identity crisis. And I became like a soldier that went to war that never ended. When you're a parent, you're always on 24-7, and when you're single parent, even more so. And I just ticked boxes off, and I did what was expected of me. And I realized that what happened one time, I was riding on a train to work. And I actually, I dropped one kid off in school, another at the nursery. And I missed my train by one minute. And I started crying. I started sobbing and asking myself, is this what life is all about? Because it was always this constant rush, that constant, you know, red race of running somewhere and getting somewhere. And I got to a point that I got sick and tired of that. And I asked myself on the train ride to work that, is this what life is all about? Do we all come here to suffer? And I realized that I, I didn't want to continue living like that because it wasn't serving me. It wasn't uh, going in the direction that I was going. I felt like uh, my best self went to work and my kids would, would get the leftovers. Uh, by the way, I want to ask you, do you want me to, sh to continue my story or do you want me to stop and let you ask me questions? <laughs> 
Um, given the the lag and issues with my you just keep going. Okay. <laughs> and so on the train ride to work, I started asking myself this question, whether, you know, that I can no longer continue like that. Is there something better? And this is when uh, I started reclaiming my life a little bit at a time. I didn't know it back then, but looking back, the first thing I ever did was taking care of my physical health because I think physical health is something that we get to see every day. You see it in the mirror, and it's not to say I was overweight or anything, but it's everything that we put into our mouth, everything we eat, uh, you know, what we use and how we move because our bodies were designed to move. They weren't designed to just sit all the time. <laughs> and especially we probably seen it in the pandemic, a lot of sedentary lifestyle. So the first thing I ever did was walking. It's opening the door, <laughs> going outside, taking that first walk. And there was no turning back after that. Uh, and in the morning, I'm a big believer of morning routine. I think it's important how you start, start your day. It doesn't matter when you wake up. What matters is how you wake up. What do you do for yourself? What do you do that first hour of the day? Do you spend it on social media, scrolling through things? Do you start replying to other people's emails right away? Do you feel other people's agendas before you feel yours? What do you do? How do you start your morning? And it's different for different people. I personally love to start my mornings with meditation and the morning sunrise. I love watching sunrises. In fact, that was awesome day that I was able to go on the beach and see the sunrise it was incredible. It was just me in the ocean. And this is how I like to start my day because it's not only you moving your body, you're exercising, you're also clearing your head and you get to connect with nature because nature is so beautiful. If you just, you know, slow down and take a pause, take a moment, see the sunrise, see the clouds, see the ocean, take it in, take that beauty in. And then you know, exercise, moving and, and journaling and saying things you're grateful for because even in the midst of any bad situation, we can always find things to be grateful for, things that are going well. Sometimes we take things for granted. I used to take walking for granted until I dislocated my knee. And then I started appreciating the simple act of walking, how awesome it is. Because when everything is going well, we don't notice it. We just say, hey, it's going great. Who cares? Only once you lose it, you start appreciating. Even a simple fact of taking a breath. Because then you give a moment in time. <laughs> there are so many processes that are going on in a body that we don't even consciously think about. The fact that I'm talking now or seeing you on the screen. <laughs> oh, everything is happening and it's all happening automatically. So physical health was the first thing I ever did. You know, it's walking, moving. Then I uh, became a vegetarian after listening to a professor, a PhD professor sharing a process of digestion from a chemical perspective. And I got so excited by the, by the talk that uh, immediately I decided to become a vegetarian. I'm no longer a vegetarian now. I do eat a little bit chicken and fish. Mm -hmm. But back then I did, and as a result, I lost 10 pounds as an unexpected consequence because losing weight was never my goal. My goal was to start taking care of me better because I was waiting for somebody to come rescue me. And in the end, you are the one who got to rescue yourself, basically. 
And so this was the intention. Oh, that is, that is such an important, such an important, yeah. Nobody coming to you. You gotta, you gotta rescue it yourself. Yes. And another great thing I did is getting myself a voice coach and learning how to sing. Because for years I was this quiet person who never expressed herself. So I was able to find my voice and sing what I couldn't speak. It was such a different uh, kind of part of my brain that was being used. Because my job was very analytical. And here I was able to use my creative side, which was amazing. It was 100,000% better than attending sessions with a psychologist. After <laughs> psychologist, I felt worse. Then after you know, and you pay for it. It's like hard to find the right torture. one. <laughs> and I'm I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm saying the one that I went to didn't really help me. So this school it's, it's is very hard to find the right fit. <laughs> yeah, and then I also attended Toastmasters, where I became comfortable with being uncomfortable and learning how to do public speaking. You know. They say public speaking is the greatest fear next to death. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> and as an unintended consequence, <laughs> I actually won a competition for humorous speech, uh, second place. So it was awesome being on stage, being able to, you know, express your message, your story, and seeing how audience hangs onto your every word. Feeling butterflies in my stomach by still doing it anyway. And, you know, crossing over that threshold of fear and feeling amazing. And then uh, what happened, what culminated in September 2019, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, attending a growth summit. And I got inspired by one of the speakers who was on stage who said, there is not enough belief in this world today. And you should help somebody who is a step behind you. And this is when I decided to help women after breakup, after divorce, after who breakup, wanted to recover. Those the women I wanted to help. And so in 2020, Reclaim Your Life was born. And Reclaim Your Life is all about living, dreaming, and growing. Living is about longevity, wellness, fitness, exercise, how you start your day. And then dreaming is about following your dreams. Because once you get your body in order, once you get your mindset in order, <laughs> what is it that you're dreaming about? Because we are all have little child inside of us. And it is important to feed this child. Give him, in fact, I recommend to people, practice 10 minutes of joy every day. Do something that sets your soul on fire for yourself. See how awesome you would feel. Because you want to you brush your teeth, you're gonna, you want to have good oral hygiene, if you want to be happy, practice 10 minutes of joy every day as a practice and build it as a habit for sustainable level of happiness. How do you, then, How do you figure out what are the things that, that will bring you that joy? Do, do you have a hobby? Do you have things that you love doing? And it's different for different people. For me, it's singing or baking or painting something creative for you. I don't know. What do you like to do? Yeah, I just think that hard to know because uh, you've been loving and in doing your work and 
you lose sight of what brings you joy. So do you just like start trying some things out and see what lights you up? You could. That's what, or if you were a kid, what were, what did you do when you were a kid? What brought you joy back then? I joined different uh, groups. So I started dancing tango. I started doing painting again. I attended, uh, they had like paint and sip events in uh, different restaurants. You go and you paint and then uh, singing. So through forming different uh, affinity groups like that, I was able actually to find people who were sharing in those so same habits and was incredible. So we all have something that brings us joy. It's just a matter of trying. You can try it. Try something different you never done before, something you always wanted. You know, whether it's painting or singing or Pilates or yoga or taking a walk for five minutes. So it doesn't have to be something crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, so same also in uh, 2020, Single Parent Success Stories podcast was born. This is where I interview past and present single parents. with an idea to inspire them, to show them the tools of people and things and basically share stories of parents who have been there struggled what did they learn and what kind of uh, tools and techniques they recommend and then uh, i attended i started uh, learning more about coaching so i attended nlp uh, practitioner training and then master practitioner and, tra and trainer this was in the course of a year and a half and it's all about how you uh, interact with others and how you interact with yourself Neurolinguistic programming and timeline therapy allows one to remove negative emotions, limiting decisions, allows to set goals, get rid of anxiety, get rid of stress, as well as hypnotherapy. So I completed that. And uh, so I next, <laughs> I got certified uh, last year, actually, as a hollow body coach with Mind Valley. And this is about wellness. So this fits my the live box of my Reclaim Your Life. So I have now scientific baking and I can coach people on wellness if they want to get their health back together because the whole idea of the care system, what if we have a good care, well care system where people, you know, lead their lives in a way that they don't get sick. They get their vitamin D, they look at what they eat, they move their body, minimal things that you can do every single day that could improve your health, how your immune system works and sleep. And actually, you know, asking your body how your body feels because oftentimes we forget about our body. <laughs> we just go do things with our mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, our body also needs attention. And most recently, I got certified mm -hmm. as a fitness trainer as well. So now the life component is complete. It has the mindset, the wellness, and the fitness. And fitness is how would you like to get fit, strong, and healthy? 30 minutes a week. Because that's all it takes with this specific uh, uh, fitness protocol where they concentrate, the exercises mm -hmm. concentrate on your big muscle groups. So you go, you work out two times, 15 minutes each time. And that becomes your lifestyle. It's not something, oh, I need to lose weight. I'm going to the wedding or some event. This becomes your lifestyle. This is how you live. 
So it's something long term that you want to implement, that you want to reduce your time. You don't have to spend two hours in the gym. <laughs> so it's incredible. And what else did I do? I uh, co-authored my first book, uh, which was Sacred Surrender. It became a bestseller, international bestseller. Bestseller. On April 1st. Oh, okay. And so that, that's that's it in a nutshell. This this is the story. <laughs> and you can ask me more questions. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So we have in the description some links to your website. Why don't you tell a little bit about how you work and your programs work? Sure. So programs. I have Happiness Academy, which is a, a self-paced course. It's a three-week, sorry, 12-week program where we concentrate on those four states of beings, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, learning the tools to implement in your life with the idea to be happy in the end. Simple as that. And it is for people who have lost their identity as a result of a traumatic event, who want to rediscover who they are, who want to find out if there is a better way. I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching and I give breakthrough coaching with people. How to go, you know, first, first find out where you are and what do you want to achieve and bring bridge the gap between where you are today to where you want to be. Whether it is in business, in relationships, in health, in wellness, losing weight or quitting smoking, whatever the problem is that, you know, we can fix. And in fact, I can help people in all areas of their life, especially when it comes to health, my and mindset. And once you fix those things, not not to fix, but it's like imagine, you know, I don't know who said it, but when a, a sculptor creates a beautiful sculpture, he takes a piece of uh, of stone and he carves it out, and then a beautiful thing comes out. So it's not to say that we are broken; we are not really broken. We are there inside and it's chiseling away those layers, those beliefs, those values that we have and exploring the diamond that's inside, the gift that is inside. This is what I help people do, guide them through the process because I cannot change anybody. We can. This is the hardest thing. I can be a guide. And I can guide you along the way and it is you who has to change. Once you accept that responsibility for yourself, that your life, however you're living now, is no longer working and you want to change, I can help you get there by guiding you along the way through the process. I also have miniature course, which is morning mindset, morning miracle. How do you, you know, create your best morning yet? What are some of the things you could do? I have a course like that. I have self-love academy which is kind of it's all about putting yourself on the first place instead of the last place in your life <laughs> implementing self-love practices creating mm -hmm. self-care routine that you practice on a daily and weekly basis so that you become this wholesome individual because how can you give to others if you don't have it inside it's like you can't expect if you take a mango you can't expect lemon juice to come out from a mango only mango juice is going to come out so just like that, if you take yourself, if you're stressed, if you're worried, if you feel bitter, what is going to come out? What kind of emotions, things, words going to come out of you? Only the bad ones. Yeah. 
course, you have not fulfilled yourself. You have not taken the time to practice this self-love. To love yourself, because first you love yourself, yeah. then you can love others, truly love others. You've got lots of options. That's great. <laughs> lots of ways to help. Yes. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us about reclaiming after trauma. This is really great nuggets in there. And I really appreciate you coming onto my podcast. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to uh, press the end button there and we'll talk in a moment. And this, of course, is going to be slow too.